Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Comfortable, guys. Let's just settle Comfy. in. Right? Oh, Let's just yeah. settle in. We got 22 minutes of previews. We're in <laughs> yeah. no rush. We're no we're no rush whatsoever. Hello and welcome to the Lodgecast. I'm your Lodge Master. With me, as always, is Brother Bishki. He's in your back seat. <laughs> Brother Lucas is in the back. I'm in the back seat. And tonight we got a fan favorite, a host favorite, an all around universal favorite, Brother Nathan. Ooh. I'm standing right behind you. Ah, yeah. I'm here in the edge after dark. <laughs> We're so, so deep in the edge, so far after dark. It's a Tuesday. Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. Discount night. Discount night. It's the Discount Night. And we are seeing The Invisible Man. back. Invisible Man. In theaters. <laughs> Remake, right? Remake of the classic. Not to be confused with The Invisible Woman, right. which is another movie coming out this year. In oh, right. That's coming. Ooh. Oh, that's mm. going to be hard on those rental racks. <laughs> mm. Well, I was. With online streaming. I was wondering databases. why, you know, why wouldn't it be The Invisible Woman? And now my question's answered. Yeah. We're getting both. You're getting both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a looks like looks to be a female driven story for sure. Yeah, well, I'm excited about this because it's this upgrade director. His name's Lee Wenow. Wenow, yes. writer um, of many of who, the songs. There was on Bloomhouse, like you know, I saw. I went to the premiere of Upgrade. I'm, you know, we and we did it here on the on the cast. <laughs> uh, but I I remember seeing like you know the head of Bloomhouse put his dark like I almost had a, like a dark cape on bringing Lee when I'll just just whispering like three picture deal man whatever, yeah you know. <laughs> and he could have got roped in this is a, I think he's a competent director I think I mean upgrade had a lot of commercial appeal I mm -hmm. thought uh and I was like man if he got his reins on something I'm glad he didn't do a Halloween you know remake he's not one of those Bloomhouse boys so right. this is well, what I think is interesting is that Universal a few years ago tried uh chasing the marvel cinematic universe by making this big splashy announcement oh i love it for the dark universe the dark and universe at least we all forget johnny depp was announced as the invisible man why not Ooh, yeah. and when um i, I can't even remember the movie that came out bomb <laughs> dracula untold or something no no it was uh, the Wolfman. mummy no it was the mummy, the mummy. Oh, the mummy. with tom the tom cruise Tommy Cruise. Universal was like, oh, wait, we're doing this wrong. Instead of spending money, let's not spend any money at all. And they just gave it to Blumhouse, and here we are. And then Johnny Depp's career became invisible for a while. <laughs> yeah. 
But this is based on a 1933 film called The Invisible Man. Funny you mentioned that, Bishki. I was in line today for an hour and a half waiting to vote for Bernie Sanders, and I fired <laughs> fired up my iPhone. I fired up a streaming version of the 1933 version. You watched it in line. In line for wow. voting, yes. I was, I was listening with headphones, and... Uh, <laughs> The sun was kind of ruining the visuals a little bit, sure. but, but a little less moody and spooky. But regardless, <laughs> yeah, it's a, way it's to a, watch. <laughs> it's a three bone movie. Uh, three bones. Claude nice. Rains. It's it's got a lot of humor potentiality. I don't know if they're gonna capitalize on that in this one, but um, it doesn't but look like it. But we'll see. It's an inspired concept, and Claude Rains is great in it. I recommend. Were watching. the effects cool? The effects were great for that, you know, 1933. Sure. They were, some of them were hilarious, but some of them were also. I have not seen the original, but I hear it's amazing, specifically not so much because of the effects, but because the story structure is so sound and succinct. Like it Mm. wastes no time with anything. Because I think, Bishki, you said the running time was like 70 minutes flat. Yeah. That's what it was. I wonder if it's more of a remake of. Hollow Man. Kevin <laughs> let's, let's, I wonder let's if talk. there's shades of that. I mean, we're all thinking it. Let's right? talk about invisible people films. We yeah. got Memoirs of the Invisible Memoirs Man. Memoirs with Chevy, which is a John Carpenter. We, which like, should have been an Ivan Reitman directed vehicle which was with real, Chevy. It just was. But Chevy the, fired Reitman, and then the studio brought in Carpenter, and then mm. there you If have you it. recall, the effects were great in that movie for mm-hmm. the time. ILM. Thank Sam Neill is like the hard charging guy after him. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? And there's a lot to like there, but it was a very somber film. Well, the problem. Yeah. Like the, it's like two the, and a half bones. I think for the problem. Like yeah, saying the problem with memoirs is the point of view. It should have been told from Daryl Hannah's POV. But instead, they gave it all to Chevy, and then it didn't work, so they threw in the voiceover, which wasn't great. Mm. That's an interesting and like People don't really movie, talk though. about that movie. It's an interesting flawed movie for me. Yeah. It is. No, it's a good it's a And good that was a big picture, watch. right? That was like Warner Brothers? Or? It was. It was one of che- I think it might have been one of Chevy Chase's last hurrahs before Snow Day and when his career was officially on ice. So from that picture where did it go hollow like, man we fall we, which, we fall all the way down i've been i've been <laughs> bringing hollow man to lodge anniversary every year we need nobody, to revisit hollow I, man. I want to watch there's hollow an man. it's on my cut. it's on my cinefessionals list i've not on seen mine. it yeah. so he wasn't like like kevin bacon is a character who it isn't like an asshole from where to go he becomes invisible he becomes a complete like animal with the power that's well, what hollow man he, is because it's a verhoven joint it has like he, some he indulges in some very non twenty twenty compliant uh, mm, yeah, invisible right. harassment in the movie, and that's ostensibly w- the thrills and chills that seem to be on display tonight. Like it's going to be a malevolent invisible man. Like yeah. he's going to be toying with her. He's going to be touching her and like turning the screw. No, that's, that's the universal <laughs> invisible man that I watched. He's malevolent. He kills people. Okay. He's, he's crazy. Yeah. What I want to talk about too is there's some controversy about this trailer for this film because it gives away so much. Oh, it does it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was I mean, ready to not watch it. And it's not just and, giving and... it all away. It's giving it all away in the correct chronological sequence. Right. Yeah. So they, so yeah, it's not it's like they're terrible. showing us a bunch of clips that we're going, oh, there's the beginning. There's... It's like, oh, this is the beginning. This is the middle. And nope, there's the That end. way back Beneflec. <laughs> which, which, movie that there's the movie when you watch it like he has that's like his whole but was, it hurts because you see the whole, the you see whole, the whole thing when you watch when the i saw this trailer for the first time late last year i guess or whenever the hell 
I leaned over to Lodge Master and I was like, God damn, you know what's crazy is that's a movie, The Invisible Man, that I kind of want to see, but We've the trailer just, the whole just gave me the client, gave me everything. So I know how she's going to defeat him. I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> but I know exactly how. <laughs> I know what tool she uses. It tells you a lot. I mean, it tells you the tone. It tells you, well, you know, how they're going to shift the. I also read an article where Jason Blum and the director Lee Winnell were talking about that. And Blum was like, I wanted to pull back more, and the director wanted to put more in. Hmm. So hmm. I got Shades of Zemeckis with Castaway. Yeah. Remember that fucking trailer where he's on the island? That's the whole point. He's stranded on the island. And then in the trailer, you see him back from the island. <laughs> and Helen Hunt's like running after him. Oh! Like, I never forgot you. I'm still mad about that. And Zemeckis' response was, people want to know what they're going to get. Mm. I mean, this guy, Ooh. commercial appeal. I'm saying it again to you. Upgrade. Yeah. I could see he it. He wants in there. to be big. I mean, think how inventive some of the stuff It's already a hit. Was. It's already a hit. So, I mean, fuck. People don't give a shit, evidently. They're going to go to it no matter what. People and we're like going discount them. night, Super Tuesday. <laughs> late does, does anyone have any movie insurance they could lend me? What do you think this crowd's going to be like? What's, oh, what's well, the it's, it's, it's IMAX. That. We're seeing so, it in the IMAX so theater, how, even though it's not shot in IMAX. How much do you have to pay for an IMAX upgrade? It's $12. It's 12 so it's, regular it's, price. it's not going to be full, I don't think. But Normally, movies are $5 tonight. At least we're not yeah, in yeah. that shitty one, right? It's not 13, theater 13. No. This is prime time. No, I was like, let's do IMAX. We got to do it big. So we'll see what the IMAX Tuesday crowd is. I don't, I don't know. It's we'll late night. We're going to be going till like 1 a.m. tonight. So <laughs> people are going to be. Let's try to be peppy on the on people. The people are going to be wily. They're going to be possibly drunk. And they're going to be ready for spills, chills, and thrills. And I can't wait. Let's get invisible, boys. Let's do it. Love and light. Midnight in Burbank. We got invisible, guys. Woo! Completely disappeared. We got invisibid. Before we get into the juicy stuff. Fishy! What's that shot? From Rotten Tomatoes, trapped in a violent, controlling relationship with a wealthy and brilliant scientist, Cecilia Cass Moss, escapes <laughs> in the dead of night and disappears into hiding, aided by her sister, Harriet Dyer, NBC's The In-Between. All right. Their child friend, Aldous Hodge, straight out of Compton, and his teenage daughter, Storm Reed, HBO's Euphoria, and I'll add Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> yes. A Wrinkle in Time. But when Cecilia's abusive ex, Oliver Jackson Cohen, Netflix's The Haunting of Hill House, commits suicide and leaves her a generous portion of his vast fortunes. Portion of his fortune? Portion of his vast which was which was not that generous, but whatever. Yeah. Hold on, we'll get there. Generous of his past. <laughs> Hold on, I got it. Generous of his 
No. I slit the sheet. The sheet I slit on the slitted sheet I sit. Generous portion of his vast fortune. There There we go. go. Cecilia suspects his death was a hoax. Mm. As a series of eerie coincidences turns lethal, threatening the lives of those she loves, Cecilia's sanity begins to unravel as she desperately tries to prove that she's being hunted by someone nobody can see. Jesus. All right. Even the schnapps goes too far. Yeah, land it on. Lays it on. The trailer does give a lot away, but there were some shots in the trailer that weren't in the movie. Yeah, that is like true. That set. is very, very true. I, I thought I was calling shenanigans right away. There were like some major shots. There was a shot that I think is one of the creepiest shots I've seen in some time that Agreed. wasn't even in the movie. Let me guess. Is it the one where she's like, he's sitting in that chair no right it's there. not even that Ooh, one shower it's two one. of them it's the one where there's a cell phone just floating taking flash photography in the night you don't see the cell phone in this movie yeah, you that, see that it that in the trailer disturbing. yeah that was disturbing. Uh, anyway so <laughs> it was a crowded theater the theater was ready to rock when the trailer for F9, oh, oh. Uh, the Fast yeah. Saga came it was on, hoots and hollers. I when I was when you guys were, were in the restroom and I walked out of our movie, there were two guys coming out behind me that were like, "Man, that F9 trailer was better than anything we saw in that movie." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Ouch!" All these like, overheard, I was like, "Ouch!" Yeah. I mean, it was like people had never seen a movie trailer before. They were just laughing. It, it was up. insane. Look, I have not. I've only, I was telling Brother Nathan I'd only seen the second Fast and Furious, the, the Too Fast, Too, too Fast Furious, in a discount theater. It's like on the like weirdest a, one. Yeah. Monday afternoon, John Singleton directed it, late, great. But anyway, my point is, is like that F9 trailer was popping. Like it got all of us up. Like it, 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 was, like, it was like an Alabama preacher on Sunday during a tornado. They were hyped and then they were dead silent for The Invisible Man. I was impressed they went into respect mode and they were awake because people were screaming at appropriate times, but people were taking it in. They were ready. And I thought the opening credits were great. Yeah. What do you guys think of That dude. uh, The lap up of the the, waves. Yeah, the sound before it even comes up is great. Yeah. Well, the shot itself is kind of like cute, unbalanced. It's great. It's a deep low. It's basically this locked off like master shot of, of a cliff. And the surf, like, the waves are just pounding into it rhythmically. And it's just, like, dread, ominous. And when the wave crashes, when the water cascades down, it goes down onto the letters of the opening credits. And then they kind of fall away. Almost like there's, you know, they're invisible just floating there. And the water reveals them. Real classy. It said a lot. Real classy. Yeah. Yeah, it was inventive. The first 15 minutes or so is like um, sleeping with the enemy. I mean, very verbatim. Oh, he like right down to the beach. He would have loved a huge castle like that. Yeah. Overlook. It's like a super fancy Michael Mann heat residence. Yes. And she is just trying to get out, get away from this sleeping dude who you quickly gather is no good. Well, you yeah, you don't get a lot of information about him throughout the film. No, like like which, which when it starts to come back, I won't you know we won't go too far. But when it comes back, uh, when you have that absence, you says a lot with the house. You know, I loved I loved all the art direction right away. I was like, yes. this says a lot about this guy is maniacal. Yeah, you you get it. 
and there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of setup and release in the tension too so the house you know like the way he moves the camera i thought there were some really good moments people love this kind of idea this in the dark (laughs) the camera coming for you the camera the camera will often just pan over to the right and you're just kind of taking in this you know scene of this room and your eyes just start scanning it. You're like, am I supposed to be seeing something? Yeah, you record it, you what's know. in the room. You know, you're like, okay, there's the drapes. You know, where is he going to come through? He's going to cross through this window. It is really effective because of the tension it builds. I mean, I think a second viewing, a lot of that, you know, a lot of that potency would feel even longer. It would just be like, oh, uh, you know, we we know now. But, but a lot of these you moments, don't, I think a lot of these moments were in rope. the trailer though, which yeah. sucks. Yeah, you know where yeah. everybody's going to be. The thing is with. The Invisible Man, the original. We ha- we we have an <laughs> expert. Back. We have Coming an expert. In the the Invisible Man makes himself known immediately as the Invisible Man, and the hijinks <laughs> that ensue. This is like a a go- it could be a ghost story for the first hour and a half of this. movie. Well, this movie's on a tight budget too. Yeah, yeah, but once the Invisible Man is finally revealed an hour and a half into the movie, <laughs> then the movie's kind of off to the races, in my opinion. But uh, You didn't like the build-up. You didn't like the build-up, huh? I just thought it was a spooky movie. It was a spooky movie. Well, I think you're only as good you're only as good as this, you know, your madness slash, you know, reality. The, 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 that's a that's a genre that we've been in this lodge cast before with unsane, unsane which yeah. is which which this one is far superior than unsane in what it was. Well it you have Elizabeth do. Moss who along with Claire Danes can do one of the best sanity slipping faces in the biz. Like <laughs> she is, she, she does a range of the bad amazing. emotions in this. Yeah. Sanity slipping smile, <laughs> yeah. crying, crying, yeah. crying, and twitching and, yes. and licking her lips. Like she, she really doesn't, you know, and if doesn't need to be beautiful in this. Like if she you've does, it's seen Handmaid's role. Tale at all. You know she's been training for like she can do this in her sleep at this point. Yeah, this is like a yeah. This is a walk in the, the movie park. on the weekends that she does. <laughs> <laughs> After her husband commits suicide, then she goes and stays with a friend. <laughs> he's just he's he's just, he's just, just a, a friend. A oh, that friend. that guy's nice. Oh, nice nature took advantage of him. Yeah, and, and, and his, his daughter, daughter is. <laughs> It took me a while to figure out who she was, but oh, I knew Matt right and away. I turned immediately oh to each God. other and and we nodded there and she smiled. Is. Yeah. She, that's wrinkling our, time. Our two, very first lodge cast. <laughs> two years down the road, she she's, plays young she's, she's grown she's up. Back. Yeah. She's back. She's back. Still in the game, folks. <laughs> Which is good to see. And um, she has pepper spray in this too, where my eyes I couldn't really see the the brand name on it, but I think it said dragon. I don't know if my eyes mm. just like created <laughs> that. Look like a silly string bottle. <laughs> but but she's ridiculous. here and uh Elizabeth Moss just kind of stays with them, kinda hiding out. We are introduced to her sister, who's kind of a tough, like Amy Adams type, like in tough mode. And she finds out that he's left her five million dollars, which Ooh. yeah, it is a little low. sure I'll take the money. It is a little low. No strings attached. So she gets gifts for the dude and his daughter. And very quickly, she starts to feel that his presence is still around her. One of the first two nights or whatever, she realized, this guy's coming for me. It would be a little rough if they drew that out longer. You know, like if she didn't believe it or didn't believe her own eyes. Like she's pretty... It would get boring for us as an audience. Exactly, exactly. But we've been there with un- unsane. We've <laughs> when been there. she does believe, though, then it's a good swath of the movie where 
he's just sitting in a chair or <laughs> you know uh, well there there's taking some, some flash photography it's what he loves to do or, how about that as an explanation or putting the phone this is you know, what he does or or putting that, his putting his phone too neat, putting his phone up in neat. the attic so she can crawl through the attic space and writing and texting her surprise and texting her surprise like is this what you got invisible to do man now like, hold on though okay because what I thought was the salad dragon, which didn't turn out to be the salad dragon, so I won't summon him yet. But what I thought to be the salad dragon involved our young friend from A Wrinkle in Time when he finally does cross the line. She, <laughs> she and Elizabeth Moss are sitting in the living room just kind of chatting, and she tells Elizabeth, she's like, you know what? We need to have like a girl's sleepover night. We need to have like a girl's night. Oh, girl and just, night like, eat cake. just eat cake. Yeah, I like cake. And then they start to get up, and the invisible man just hauls off and punches Wrinkle and Time Girl in the face. Yeah. She goes Boom. flying. I mean, and that's a mini salad dragon just because it's the Wrinkle and Time Girl. Just because like, it's yeah. the Wrinkle and Time Girl, but also <laughs> and it's a it's, punch. It's so unexpected, and she it knocks, is a yeah. punch. It is a yeah. legitimate punch. It's like a power punch. And this fucking girl, she's like, she looks at Elizabeth Moss like, why did you uppercut me? She didn't do shit. Like, come on. Like, she blames her right off the bat. She's like, I don't feel safe around you. It's like, no, you got ghost punched, and you should know that. Yeah. But anyway. That's why you have to declare <laughs> that the Invisible Man exists earlier in the film, so then you can have your hijinks with him of people trying to hunt him, him, him trying to do things. <laughs> I think it's a different movie, though. It is a different well, no, movie, but, but I, it's I, about her I have to agree with Bishki here, though, because, again, man, it blows my mind. Filmmakers out there, writers, directors, whoever you are, <laughs> you've got to find a point of view for your film. Mm. And, and it's not one-size-fits-all. It's a case-by-case -case basis. So Preach. you got this... You got this high concept. <laughs> you got this high concept. Professor Hothead where, in, the, in where, the house where, tonight. Where it's like an, it's a movie about abusive relationship, abusive boyfriend, and the girl gets away, but he becomes it's invisible. Sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, story, it's a sleeping yeah. with the animal, but he's invisible, so she doesn't know where he is when he's sleeping with for the it, right? invisible enemy. Sleeping with the invisible man. But what's cool about it? But but no. But what's dramatic about it is if you really promoted and marketed the film as is she or isn't she crazy and then an hour or an hour and a half in because it is a long fucking time when he does cross the line and say surprise and start attacking her the audience <laughs> loses their mind mm. and half the audience is like i knew it while the other half the audience is like oh my god and then you just ratchet the shit up from there yeah what you don't do is like so yeah in the beginning it's like okay he's clearly a genius because he's got tony stark's basement and there's like, like yeah. he's, got this, he's got he's got this got weird, a super suit he's got this weird sex swing in the corner that's like like hissing and like vibrating like like just like i heard nathan kind of laughing at it because it had a personality yeah. it was like it had like a so it's like okay a well, we sentient know so we know right off sex the, swing right off the bat that he's, that he's got some kind of shit down there that's gonna make him you know invisible well yeah. and she goes and, then, and visits the suit. No, and, and then the two, movie's called The Invisible Man, by yeah. the way. But still, but two, <laughs> two, the lawyer, his who, brother, who is representing her like abusive boyfriend's estate, is the brother, which yeah. is a huge, not red flag. It's a black flag. That is like a straight up <laughs> call the fucking attorney general's office, call the state police, call yeah. the FBI. They're in cahoots. Like, like, and he's like showing her photos of the crime scene. It's like, excuse me, where's the coroner? 
Uh, where are the detectives? <laughs> yeah, not, where where is the surveillance footage? Because we saw cameras in the beginning in the opening. There's not a lot of due that diligence she's, that she's no. moving around. These are huge gaping like no. plot holes, logic, whatever you want to call it. And then guy. you establish later that there's a fire extinguisher in the kitchen. But then as soon as she realizes that he's invisible, why doesn't she immediately go and do that? Like, I just don't understand how you're not thinking. Because like, she wants clearly. to spread coffee grounds all over the floor. And look at the coffee grounds. I found it to be I very think I think it's supposed to be, well, yeah, I think it's like, supposed to straddle the line for sure. It's supposed to be, there is a, supposed to be a little bit of that play with the audience. Like, man, she's delusional. She's, maybe she is killing these people, you know, you know, I mean. No, but they show his breath. Sometimes. They show his breath, like, yeah. like right at yeah, the top. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, we she's do, not there's crazy. No question. There's no question Wait, about he's it. early. He's the invisible man outed early. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. For her. Which, that's what it should be. The invisible man, it, that's why it's unique. It's not just a fucking ghost story that you think, oh, is this person insane? It's the Invisible man, he exists and he's out in the world doing shit, and you got to stop him because he's invisible. But if you're not going to make that movie, then the mystery's all you got. The mystery's all you got, and you didn't do the mystery. You didn't do the Lay. mystery. I just, I, I don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah, because basically, what you're it. making then is, is is misery porn. It's just like, hey, we're going to just put people in scenes where they're crying or dying or upset, and that's the movie. They're just people unhappy because it's like, yeah, the audience knows what's going on. Like, so what else? Like, yeah, unless you have amazing fun. set pieces, like unless it's an amazing fucking Hollow Man type action or something. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna tell you about one amazing set piece, and I'm going to summon the dragon to help me out. Go for it. The Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. Woo, it's a dragon attack. So, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> so she goes, she goes back to the Patrick Bergen super house mm -hmm. and discovers that there is indeed a super suit with a bunch of little cameras on it that somehow make him invisible and she stashes it away she's like i found the proof she goes back there there was a shot in the trailer where she's running 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 down to the gate of the house back to her lift which is not in the film but she takes the lift back. She meets with her sister. Her sister and her are estranged because the invisible man sent her an sent email. Sent her an email. Saying, we gotta talk about that. You stink. Yeah, I which, hate which, you. Another giveaway. Which, which, which was another, like, it rang false for me because yes. it's like, yeah. you you just freed your sister from a yes. nightmare, right? It's totally bonkers. Her she's, sister doesn't buy she's it. She's agoraphobic. She's, clear, she's clearly not in the right headspace. And all of a sudden, you get an email from her saying all this mean shit to you, and your your first reaction is "fuck off, fuck yeah. you." Yeah. I'm exactly. done. I'm done bad with writing, you. Bad writing. Come on, it's, come it's not, on. It's like, not how women would write an email. No, you know, no. fucking no. way. If my no. brother sent me an email after I saved his life and it was saying "fuck off, brother Luke," I'd be like, "Oh my god, what's wrong?" Like, let, like, amazingly, like, let that, me help you. Like, like, let me help you. Like, amazingly, that stood out for me too. Just as, but like, if you're gonna prank or you're gonna do this thing, you're doing that. You know, yeah. like. But we're in the, we're in the middle of a salad drink. Yeah. But it leads, okay, us, ahead, yeah. it leads us to <laughs> the best scene, the biggest shock of 2020. Oh, my God. It sums far. up 2020. <laughs> it does. It, up. it does, especially on Super Tuesday. So <laughs> she, her sister agrees to meet with her at this, like, fancy Asian fusion techno restaurant. <laughs> and... They sit down. The sister has amusing banter with the waiter where the waiter <laughs> the waiter's just like, have you dined with us before? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, we do things a little differently here. And she's just basically like, fuck off. 
And she starts talking to her sister, and her sister's like, I have proof. Like, in pure Elizabeth Moss, twitchy oh. glory. <laughs> She's like, Nicholson I have glory. proof. I went to his house, and I found a suit. A suit with cameras on it. And so her sister miraculously starts to believe her yeah, and is listening forward. to her. She's, She's like, like, wait, what? This is starting to fall together. And then her sister sees something to the right of Elizabeth <laughs> Moss's head. It's a floating butcher knife. Before she can say anything, the knife just flies across and slits Slit, her throat slit and then flies back into Elizabeth Moss's hand. So it looks like she did it. And the theater fucking lost it. Like I, lo- I lost oh, it. I did uh, not whoa, see that I coming. Think our role, our and, role. and for the record, before the throat slit, I leaned over to Brother Bishke and I was like, "This is the salad dragon." Because <laughs> the banter with the waiter, like, I was like, "What is this? Yeah, like, what yeah. fucking movie?" You already are we in? knew. You already knew. It was like yeah, this it was weird. Us off. And us off. the lodge mistress joined us for the movie. She, it's it's way past her bedtime, so she she didn't join us for the cast. But when that when that throat slit happened, she sat straight up and she, as loud as she could, just said, "No, no." She's like, "Oh no, no." That was me. Oh that no, was- yeah. Oh no, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Took the there words was, right out of my way. mouth. That, that's that's oh, no. where that's where Mr. One L, the director, lost me. I was like, I'm done. Like at, at that moment, I was like, doesn't matter <laughs> no, what happens. Always- doesn't matter if she wins or kills him. Her sister just fucking got <laughs> murdered in a Chinese Asian fusion <laughs> restaurant in downtown San Francisco. <laughs> With a real life struggling actor playing a waiter who's probably a waiter in real life. So how fucked up is that? It seemed like Lopan no, was nearby I was watching. I was expecting some devastatingly, you know, that always happens. Upgrade had a scene where I mean he loses his he loses this is a man who loses his uh legs, the ability of his legs. So there's these uh, upgrade has a middle thing. I don't know if you remember he upgrade cries has a, a lot. I remember he cries where, a lot. Where it is devastating. Him like, you know, crying, yes. him crying on, trying to get on the toilet. I mean, it was, you know, there was a devastating spot, and you're like, dude, is this movie gonna recover? We talked <laughs> <laughs> so this is the same director. So if when you do that, they're bonding the sister. They have many yes. scenes together, oh, and it's a slit roast thing. It was, right in your face. It was uh, it was like a, a bridge too far. Like, like I, 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 I get, I get, get I get what you're trying to do, but you just punched a little girl, like which is also wrong, which is totally wrong. You could have slapped her. You could have scared her. You could have pushed her. You Am I the only on one her. that thought that was hilarious? It was fucked up. Other movies shy away from going, especially that far, since it was so wrinkling I, time. Girl. I was like, yeah. yeah. And Lee Lee Wana, let's let let's 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 not forget he created the soft franchise, right? So he is into misery porn. So that's he what this is. It. Like this is just there is like a little nastiness. It's just not it's fun. Nasty. It's just not yeah, fun. It's nasty. I don't know. Like I think <laughs> but that middle that middle sagged right there, right before that sequence. They were in the mental about. hospital. There's a middle sag. And then we like, go to the mental hospital, which we're there for a while too. Yeah. <laughs> which reminded me of Bisky's that Candyman scene. No, I'm just sad. No, I'm just. I was just bored until they're like it's insane man. until. Insane. Finally, yeah. finally, the Invisible Man makes himself known. He makes himself known when she's about to slit her wrist, and he comes out and she's stabbing him, and then he's glitching. And <laughs> I thought that was a cool visual. I was like, "This yeah. is what I've been waiting for the entire movie." The Invisible Man's there. We all knew he was there the entire time. But, but the visuals haven't haven't come a long way since Hollow Man. No, right? No, they nah. look like, identical to it, Hollow Man. It, it really. looks it looked pretty Hollow Man they don't have to a me. Huge budget yeah. to do. I was I was very curious, you know, as as it progressed because they weren't showing a lot. I was like, 
these effects, I'm not sure what they're going to do or what they're going to be able to do. Because a lot it, of it's just people like batting at the at the air. I yeah. thought I well, thought when yeah. she's up in the attic with the paint and throws it down the ladder, that shock where it hits him, and you see like the honeycomb thing. I mean, I thought that, that was, was an interesting visual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Continually, there's and I thought the suit was cool. The suit. Like uh, the suit was cool. Yeah, and it did keep making predator sounds though. Like what is that? When active camo gets activated, do they... those those eyes, red, you know, like the servos in those camera eyes. I, <laughs> but there was why something does it with that. sound exactly like the predator? No, it does. When it's on a rack and she touches it and changes the mode on it or whatever on this this iPad <laughs> on the wall. Lucas, are you uh, making predator? Yeah, sorry, you can make it I'm when trying, it goes. I'm trying, I'm yeah, trying. and she. Uh, you know, when she looks at it, so when that materialized and when it, you know, when it actually becomes visible, is it was cool. I yeah, mean, there's tech like that in Upgrade as well. Let me get some action. Yeah. Let me He's get a some action, Lord guy. You know, we get some. Action. We do get some action. And we get some. We just get some cop shot. We get some, um, <laughs> some cop shot, and then he get, it goes out in the rain, which that's like a kind of a homage to the very original because. They they're like we can see him when he's under snow or yeah. like like we can they don't see, they don't really well. use that though they don't really they use don't it really like it's weird it, yeah. in an earlier scene way earlier when she's in that house and up in the attic she pours a bucket of paint on him right but there's no paint footprints I guess the suit just absorbs the paint or the cameras absorbs the paint so and it's like dripping and she follows the drips and then the drips stop and then you don't know where he it's is like, go all the way and just have him exist don't be like. <laughs> It's dripping, but is she well, crazy? Well, no, it's is she is crazy? Like, is like she crazy? When, she, when she first was like, no, he's invisible, and she was alone in the house, I thought, oh, she, and like she went into the kitchen, I thought, oh, she's just going to start throwing knives across the room and see if one sticks. And then like, <laughs> nope, she's not doing that. And I'm like, oh, she didn't get the fire extinguisher that she was really to put out the stove. Nope, she's not going to do that. And then, yeah, she Which pours- Which comes back, yeah. And then she pours coffee grinds, and I'm like, eh, and that's it? Like, no broken bottles or- you know, bar marbles yeah, like or my first thought would like get, like get a dog or yeah, like my first thought would be fan like, blowing baby powder every couple inches or be <laughs> smoking a cigarette, exactly, blow smoke around. I mean, like these are all just like in the story. I think room. Lucas could, is ready could, to deal with we, an invisible man. We, we yes. could beat this out. I think you just got to get yourself in yeah. some confined space where you're like, there's not another soul. You know, like. <laughs> Uh, you know, you, you get yourself in a small bathroom. I mean, you feel your arms around. You or you drive, out to there. The, you drive out to the San Francisco coast, to the beach, stand in the sand. I mean, you make it relentless. The Invisible Man's a Terminator, and you go you go for him, but he's hard to kill because you can't see him. <laughs> so apparently scary. Yeah. She, they, they end up killing the Invisible Man, but whoopsies, it's his brother. So we get in, yeah. And <laughs> so then it turns out that her husband you know was kidnapped and the brother is blamed for the whole thing but she's like no way and she agrees to go have dinner with him he's interested in her because she's pregnant with his baby right they have dinner and uh her good friend is listening in his uh stakeout hoodie (laughs) nearby in a car and they're trying to get an admission that it was him pretty much the whole time terrorizing her but he won't do it. He just kind of gives a coy smile and he's says, "Gaslighting her." He says, "Surprise" to her in a way that she takes to mean, "Yep, it was him all along." I think maybe we're doing a disservice to this one <laughs> without having a female on this on this particular podcast. Yeah, because on me, you know, because I think I mean, put it in the perspective of someone who maybe went through some trauma with with another partner. Sure, or, you know, this sleeping mm-hmm. with the enemy mm-hmm. idea. It's not. It's something that we can't quite relate to, guys. We can we can all admit to that. That's but, right. That is but true. The whole plot that comes after that is her trying to live again after this nightmare, you know. So I think there is something to 
another perspective with this. I mean, it could be a huge hit for a certain demographic. Well, it's already a huge hit. And I have to lodge Mr. Smart. Call in if she can. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd well, love some call in. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a female perspective on this. But she ends up turning the tables on him, donning the suit herself, and so she makes oh, yeah, it look like it. he slits oh, his own yeah. throat. Which I'm like, there's too many throat slits now. Like, yeah, that was one too many. <laughs> yeah, that was one too many throat slit. For too me. many slits. Yeah, I just saw that one coming. It's just like another slit throat. She tells her buddy, you know, he killed himself, and he's like, got it loud and clear yeah and then she does the thing that she does in handmaid's tale so often which is kind of walk towards the camera and in this one she doesn't look at the camera she doesn't give a badass look to the camera but she kind of looks yeah. up past the camera it's the same effect but the, kind of like, thought... the score just goes it's like thing. it's just sure like on the soundtrack <laughs> But did you totally see how he botched it, though? Because he should have cut to black when she said surprise, because that's when the audience started clapping, but then it just cuts to the car, like the stakeout cop, and you're like, wait, it, there's more to this? Like, there's just should, a little bit more. Like, wait, and then the smattering of applause sort of fizzled out, and then we had you're this You're right, Lucas, it should have ended this at We had this clunky, like, yeah, this clunky, like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, right, okay, all right, we'll see you later, big gulps, huh? The, see you later. Back to the house and saw Because think about it, she, she says surprise, and then the TH checks, like yeah the, so loud the Hans Zimmer fly IMAX over, is man. so loud I agree that would have been a better cut I think I mean the ending is supposed to show that she's outside and she's open to she the did air it. she yeah. did it right I thought there would have been a shot I was waiting for it just one insert of her like hand going down to her belly you know some kind of final sure, note like it's, about it's the me child. and you it's me and you now and I even thought maybe like we do it would be go to black and then it would be like four years later so i mean then it would sure. be th this kid would be eating his cheerios or something you know and he'd be like look at it wrong you know like he, <laughs> he's a narcissistic psychopath <laughs> with dreams of being invisible you know I mean? well there's definitely gonna be a sequel if, it, if it made a bunch of money this weekend that kid's definitely getting a little mini invisible suit invisible child yes Whew. let's go to them invisible bounds <laughs> Brother Nathan, what do you got cooking? What's in your oh, bone broth? Man. I'm thinking all this stuff. I mean, I think Lee Wanell. So here we go with this guy. I think he's a good director. Are you going to mention Upgrade again? And with Upgrade, he <laughs> <laughs> he started us on a path of this of this future tech world that he's interested in. I, I saw a lot of parallels uh, with the way he shot the film. Um, with these, he has really expensive bunkers that these characters, mm -hmm. and they're real slimy. Everybody's, you know, like everyone's <laughs> he, got like a hipster sheen. He reused a lot of actors, so yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Throughout they're all his buddies from like 20 years ago. Yeah, I think this film's pretty engaging. Uh, as it engages a viewer to look around in the frame, as we were saying, uh, the, the, that kind of invisible man thriller set in that thriller world is, 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 you know, it works. I thought it worked. I thought her performance was really like naked and honest. I don't know how to feel about her as an actress. I just think she can really give you, bleh, you know, but she's more of a Cagney, <laughs> more of a Cagney Nicholson for me. Like I kept thinking why this guy was obsessed with her. And it, it was kind of, it kind of made it more realistic to be like, well, not this one. And he was like, it kind of like brushed his ego and his pride. So I tried to, all the blanks, all the stuff I thought was smart to leave out, like not go deep into his character. I thought it made him bigger and more scary. Mm -hmm. uh, the minute he's unmasked, he's just this like hipster doofus. And he's like, <laughs> 
chokes on his spaghetti and it's just it's just such a weird <laughs> and he's like you know and, and he's so out of control and, and what pissed me off despite too everything else like, but the sister and the dude both had the same throat cut, but the sister died instantly, and he kind of died right. slowly. So I'm kind of like, fuck you. He had his you. final draw out of breath. I mean, put a cap on it. I think it was a pretty entertaining film. Uh, I give it, I give it three bones. Three bones. I give it three bones. I want to see what the director does next. Three bones from Brother Nathan. Yeah. Audible gasp from Bishki. What we got going on? Well, I remember Lucas was pretty hot in the Upgrade podcast, and I was like. Maybe he was onto something. I don't remember it too much, but um, <laughs> but either, I just but I just remember he cried know, a lot in that movie. I remember thinking it should have been less crying in an action science fiction movie. Coming off the 1933 Invisible Man, I was like, this <laughs> there's potential with an Invisible Man movie. Uh, lots of potential, especially with new effects. And I think he had more of a budget probably than Upgrade for sure. But I just the writing there's just. It was a ghost movie for the first yeah. hour and a half, and it was a spooky, a ghost movie, and it was a. And it was a creep around the house movie. And it was a creeper in the house, and it was a, is she crazy or isn't she crazy? But we all know she's not crazy because she goes and sees the suit and all these other things that prove that she's not it's crazy. It's what he loves. No, I know it's, it's fine. What he does. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I don't like him as a writer at all. Ooh. I Ooh, um I don't know what to think about Elizabeth Moss, but this is not. You know, there's so much more you can do, and I can't wait to see Hollow Man, but <laughs> there's so <laughs> much more you can do that. with the Invisible Man when you're taking Universal's prized possession and, and using it this way. I, I was a little bored for the most part and just a little disgusted otherwise. I'm only going to give it one bone. <laughs> one bone! Wow. Yeah. Three Saw a different a one. Film. We saw a different film there. We did. Wowza. All right, Brother Lucas. I, I love how Brother Justin, I keep bringing up the the four tra- the four bone train leaves the station, <laughs> the start of every film, guaranteed. The, the parable of the train. The parable of the four bone train, the four mm-hmm. bone car train. <laughs> and with tonight's film, with the, the with the very opening prelap of the waves, I'm like, ooh, four bones. Those ooh, are like four ooh, sturdy yeah, bones. And then the four titles, bone waves. Opening four cra- bone like, crashing I'm waves. Like, I'm like leaning forward. I'm perking up. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Like and panic room, like yeah, panic room. Or yeah, something. and the whole opening cold open where she wakes up at you know three forty in the morning and sneaks out of bed and you know changes and gets her stash bag or go bag and you know I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, this is four bones, this is four bones. <laughs> and then like two weeks later, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then like I meet the coat, like yeah, it's like her co stars which aren't as strong act- as of actors as her, and the dialogue is stilted, and it's like. <sighs> Okay, this is not four. This is three and a half. Okay, we're at three and a half. And the very next holding scene, holding you know, steady. Two two weeks later, and then little by little, I started like losing bone density. Bone density because mm. like like I have to go with Bishki here. Like the pacing is all off, right? Like you got peaks and valleys, sure, but you you gotta like bring them together a little more as opposed to having them be like completely spaced out or or whatever. Because by the time use a pace freak. Well, no, it's just Get like by the time going. by the time it gets going, it's almost like too little, too late. Mm-hmm. And then when it ends, like there's nothing really dramatic, right? So all the reveals kind of fall flat for me. Even like, ooh, it was his brother under the mask. Like it doesn't. It's like, of course it's not, you know. Like, <laughs> and ah, I don't know. I was just sitting there thinking, like, if I if I were to do a live rewrite, uh oh, is that what this is? This is a my this oh. is my live rewrite. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. I would do a very traditional linear story in the sense that 
girl meets boy at Silicon Valley tech funder Mixer. startup party. <laughs> they like go on one date. The guy's creepy. She says, thanks, but no thanks. And by the end of act one, he's stalking her. Mm. And, you know, he tries to kill her. She narrowly gets away. And then he disappears. He's gone. And all of a sudden, she's like, no, he's not gone. He's fucking with me. He's, he's been in my house. He's still here. And it's called My Invisible Stalker. <laughs> and you build up you build up the tension, right? Written by a man. You will, well, whatever. But you, like, you build up the tension because here it's like there is none, right? So Bishki's right. It's like it's a, it's like a ghost story with pop-outs and jump scares. But it's like... I think it's like a game of wits more. I, yeah, that's how I saw I, it. I don't know. I, I just... Uh, I was I was losing me towards the end. Um, so I give it I give it two and a half bones mm-hmm. because, yeah, it's... It's, it's Lee One L. He knows how to shoot. It's surprising. My invisible stalker. <laughs> and for Elizabeth Moss's performance, I, I like her. I think she's great. And yeah, it's, you're it's, correct. It's, it's good to it's good to see her. You know, um, just going for broke like every time. She she's does always committed. Elizabeth Moss is a boss, and I don't know why you guys don't know that yet. But no, I think if there I was someone else cast too. here, it wouldn't be as strong. Yeah, she was amazing, and it she was the glue that held it, held it together for me. There is something about the pacing of it and the caliber of the reveals that I wanted things to be turned up a little bit more. Like, turned it up a little bit, guys. I think this was turned up from Upgrade. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Uh, But I think maybe he's learning how to ratchet it more i I didn't think it yeah Yeah, like it's clunky too i just i just felt it was a little it was a little long in the tooth for what it eventually had to offer but i kind of liked the the vibe of it and i liked the audience that we saw it with they were very tuned in and that really helps the experience for me i am a fan of the invisible i am a fan of the invisible man yeah the invisible genre the, the invisible genre is good i think i think there's a lot more that can still be explored with it but i think this is a good start and you know what i'm giving it 2.5 as well i think it's a good step in the right direction for this kind of stuff and i'm glad that it did well so maybe if we do go bigger and bolder with the next one or whatever the invisible woman's going to end up being you know i'm here for it i'm ready and i just have to say if you're out there listening hollywood moguls and i know you are (laughs) the invisible man movie i want to see would be based on Clay Aiken's hit song "Invisible." I don't know if you guys know put it about right this. We're we gonna put it right there. <laughs> uh, no, I've already. Invisible. I jumped the. I jumped the gun and I used it already Don't for for Intruder. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> so I can't use it for this for this show, but I will read you the chorus and just imagine the movie that goes with this chorus. Okay, and you can think about Clay Aiken or not, depending <laughs> on your taste. If I was invisible. And I could just watch you in your room. I'd make you mine tonight. If hearts were unbreakable and I could just tell you where I stand, I would be the smartest man if I was invisible. Wait, I already am. What if that was the legend? <laughs> what if that was the legend that came before Hollow oh Man? Oh my god. <laughs> I would oh. love to start like, like I would love to make Invisible Man Origins, which would be like the eighth one in the series, and just start it with that. Yeah, I would, like, I would love to quote. make a claymation Clay Aiken. Well, maybe we could bring all of that together in a brilliant uh, combination at some point. 
That's Invisible Man, y'all. Brother Nathan, thanks for being out oh, here. Thank you. Late. Staying late. Late in the night. Oh, man. Oh, Biden's getting bit tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. Look out, y'all. Biden's coming for you, Trump. I started the day with Bernie and the 1933 Invisible Man. I ended with... Biden and <laughs> all dog face, pony moving, watching <laughs> soldiers. Isn't that how it goes? Leave us a review on iTunes, y'all. If you like what we're doing, give us five stars down at the bottom. To Cairo, Egypt, we love you. <laughs> it's all Egypt, baby. Egypt's loving what we're putting down. So let us know you're out there. Love and light love to and light. all love that. Love and light. He's, light. He's next to you right now. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. This is Blodge Mistress Millie calling in with the bone count for Invisible Man. I'd have to say that this film was very interesting for me. It was both incredibly boring and extremely engrossing. I was checking my watch like, what the hell? Because I was so bored. But then I have to say there was one moment, almost or maybe two moments, but one moment for sure when her sister got killed, I was screaming out loud, no, 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 which I have never done in a film because the way that sort of was set up, I was like completely taken aback, utterly engrossed and utterly shocked. And it literally made me cry out loud the words, no, no, no. So also Elizabeth Moss seemed like a strange choice for this film, but I mean, she's amazing, amazing actress, loves me so Elizabeth Moss, but there was just nothing in her character that seemed all that alluring, so I'm not real sure why he was into her, although they said it was because she was like, I don't know, didn't need him or something. Let me get the bones. I give this, I gotta give it three bones. I, I don't necessarily want to, but I need to because of that time that I yelled out, no, no, no. There were some real intense moments, some really good tense sequences where I was riveted. I was also very bored. So, but at the end of the day, gotta go with the positive. Three bones. I'm the invisible man. I'm the invisible man. Incredible how you can. like an Alabama preacher on Sunday during a tornado.